Welcome to FoxCast Physical Therapy, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. Bringing up uh, our last speaker for today, a uh, colleague, and yeah, the only guy in the room, not a PT, uh, Vince Gavigan. Vince, Thank welcome you. to the show. You've done Thank this with you. me before. Yes. You mentioned uh, your title, University yep. Relations uh, Emerging Professionals Program. Long title. You get to visit PT programs all over the country. So yeah. talk a little bit about what you get to do, and then we'll get into some things that they can learn from you. One of the biggest things that Dr. Fox alluded to earlier was this concept of ageism, right? For us, especially thinking about you guys being in school and learning about starting your careers, you have a multitude of different settings and populations that you could be working with. Fox's setting is pretty unique. So you're going to be treating in the home, one-on-one care. You mentioned our average age is 85 and up. That can be kind of daunting. In fact, I mean, you might be even hearing from faculty, maybe people who just started their careers, don't start your career treating in the, in the home. Our goal really is to go out and Scream from the rooftops that you can do it. It is feasible. And the big piece, the way you can do that is when you have a structured mentorship program, a good culture, you're built on a strong mission. So that's really what drives us. As Jimmy said, I mean, we're in classrooms, conferences, literally all across the nation. You touched on mentorship. Let's let's go that route. It's a buzzword. I heard mm-hmm. it a lot, especially when you start to get emails as you're like a second and third year. Like if you go to like CSM and you try to win like an iPad, next thing you know, 4,000 emails. But you start to see those buzzwords that come up when people are trying to recruit you because now you're valuable. You're valuable. You have value to the healthcare system. And I feel like mentorship is one of those buzzwords that just gets thrown on every ad. Yeah. Talk about what mentor- mentorship is. It like really is and should be. So actually, I'll take kind of two routes here. I mean, at a very high level, when you think about mentorship, it's you as an individual, you're going to be seeking out the opportunity to learn, grow, and develop, right? And you want to find somebody who can be there to answer those questions for you. And just to take a pause real quick. Right now, how many of you would say that you have a mentor in your life? Okay. For how many of you in here now think that mentorship is important or something that you intend on? Okay. Just about the whole room. Now look around real quick. Look around. Mentorship is extremely important. And I think between what Dr. Fox and Dr. Dieter were saying earlier, I I think two things really separate mentorship, making it really high quality versus just run of the mill. And I think the first thing is the structure, the structure of what that relationship looks like and the frequency. And I think Dr. Fox, you mentioned um, Dr. Avers being one of your mentors. I would probably bet you guys had a relatively structured conversation, meetup where you broke out on different ideas. And you were able to lean on her and grow from her. And I think the other thing, which Dr. Dieter was mentioning, as far as the mentors in the GCS program, is somebody who's going to challenge you, right? You don't want a mentor, someone who's just going to give you the A-OK, keep going, that's good. You want somebody who's going to stop you in your tracks and make you rethink, going to disrupt your process a little bit and help you grow. I really didn't have a choice with Dale. It was like, this is the way you're going to do it or you're not going to do it this way. And if you don't do it this way, it's malpractice. So you do, you make that decision, Timmy. So it's a, it was, it was, it was pretty quick to figure it out the right, right thing to do. That mentorship that needs to be there. Good questions they can ask when they're, when they're looking for someplace to hone their craft after they graduate. What are some things that they should be looking for? Not only hearing, right? I said, don't just listen to what they say. Look at what they're doing. Watch what they're doing. What, what do you, what do you suggest? So I'll actually have some good questions to ask that kind of reflect how the Fox mentorship program is laid out. So the first thing that you're going to want to know is what's the investment of your mentor? Because the mentorship program can mean a lot of different things in a lot of different settings. Uh, So in particular for Fox, all of our mentors go through an application process, number one, which me is kind of twofold again. So to apply means that you are interested and these people genuinely want 
the new grads who start in our practice to be successful in their careers. The other piece, as with any application process, is that they're being deemed by our leadership as strong Fox clinicians. So that way you know that you're getting You weed people out. Like, that's, that's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the other piece to it is what's the dedication, what's the time frame that you're going to have with that mentor? And again, specific to Fox, um, our mentorship, our mentors actually take decreases in their caseloads, so they legitimately have the time to spend with you guys. And that's important too. I, you know, I mentioned that can be a multitude of different ways, especially when you're in different types of settings, but really, really valuable for ours when you're treating in the home to make sure that you have that dedicated time. Mentorship. You're going to be paired up with another clinician if you come work here. What's that look like? Because you've got a ton of options. So make sure you ask those questions because you don't want to get stuck with a mentor who doesn't want you. Right. Two weeks later, the, the structure goes out the, out the window and you're left saying, what now? And now you're stuck. Don't get stuck by asking those questions. What are some common questions that you get when you're, when you're out interacting with newly graduated professionals or you know, current students? What are the, the common themes that you hear? The most common follow-up question still is, well, can I really start in the home? Right. And, and what, what does it actually look like? So kind of leaning on, on that structure portion of it. What's the structure of the mentorship program, which I alluded to earlier too, is being really important. So for us, it's six months long, right? First three months when we're talking about structure, you have dedicated time daily with your mentor and it's a responsibility for you and the mentor to be having conversations, phone calls, to not just kind of say, hey, how's your day? Good, okay, hang up. It's intentionally built out to be very detailed to celebrate the win. So you're calling me today. Tell me something great that happened for you today. Celebrate it. Tell me about your lowest point, something that you struggled with. And they're going to go into deep detail with you to make sure that they are able to address those issues with you and help you grow and develop. The other piece to it is that they're going to visit one patient with you a week. That's pretty valuable too. And the most important thing is that in our case, it's up to the new guy's discretion on when that individual is visiting them. So Jimmy isn't going to come to a visit for me where I'm discharging Joe Schmo, And he was like the easiest, best patient that I ever had. I'm going to reach out to Jimmy when I'm realizing that there might be a setting or a patient who I've never interacted with before um, to make sure that I have the appropriate guidance and outlook there with me for that first visit or any time in the treatment. Because then you can get questions like Will was asking, why are you doing that? Why are you doing it like this? Why did you think this way and not that way? That's going to push you. And I know like you're looking for graduation as the finish line, right? That's the starting line. It's called commencement. You are commencing. I know it feels like it's just the end of a marathon, but it's not. It's the beginning. So it's good to have that professional push. Yeah. What's the last thing you'd want to say? What's 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 something you'd want to leave with them in terms of uh, in terms of mentorship or the or the practice as a whole? Of what you see resonates with people when they come on board because you are with them. You, you do interact with people after they go from uh, a, a application to 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 coming on board with the practice. Yeah, I think you know, I'm, I'm referencing the Fox mentorship program somewhat intentionally, but also to hopefully spark good conversation and ideas for you guys as you go throughout interviewing with any sort of practice or setting. These are things that you guys should be really be paying attention to and look to get into the finer details of what any mentorship program looks like. And I think the most important thing too is aside from professionally, start to look for mentors in your personal life as well. And you can really apply these same principles, the same questions, the level of frequency that you're meeting with an individual to ensure that you're having that successful mentorship that you're looking for. Um, so I think those two things are pretty important. All right. I just want to make sure we close the loop. Afterwards, these guys will be available if you'd like to uh, to talk with them or any of our colleagues uh, from Fox. Always available to, to reach out. The website again, foxrehab.org. Tim, I know you're, you probably got a million thoughts. I want to give you a chance for a final thought. You got anything that you'd want to want to close with? A, a quick summary. It's uh, th These are really meaningful words that were told to me one day, and it's uh, you are better than you think you are. 
sometimes, you know, you have days that are ups and down days and you're going to run into uh, all kinds of uh, ups and downs in your, in your professional career or even as in your student career. Uh, I just want you to leave here just being so darn confident of, of the education, the knowledge, the training that, that, and who you will be as a doctor of physical therapy walking out of these doors into the healthcare community, into the healthcare contum. We are such a vital, important player in, in the healthcare community and, and we're, we're undiscovered still completely undiscovered and uh, the, the, the value that we bring to, to our patients when we apply our science to, to, to cl clinical care is, is completely amazing and still undiscovered. So leave here strong and confident and you are better than you think you are. SUNY Upstate, thank you guys very much for being a part of this. Here for our panelists. Thank you to the uh, faculty and staff, Dr. Dale Avers for having us out. Thank you guys, you've been great. Thanks for listening to FoxCast PT. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.